720 WGN. It's Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy today. And we have in studio with us right now our good friend Steve Dale. You know that guy, certified animal behavior consultant, super expert guy, consultant. I like what you said better. I think they ought to change those initials. Super expert guy. To super expert guy. I love that. Yeah. Well, you are the guy we turn to whenever we have pet questions. And I've been thinking because I keep seeing like my friends Instagramming Fallen over Christmas trees oh, with a yeah. guilty looking cat and, <laughs> and uh, you know, a chewed up Christmas stocking with a guilty looking dog. I and keep seeing that kind of stuff. Dogs that eat the Christmas ham. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, oh, that, that's kind of not oh, good. That so, iconic scene in, in Bumpuses. The Bumpus Hounds in Christmas Story, yeah. right? So, yeah. so it, I got to think it's a stressful time for pets right now, and especially you got probably people they're not used to in the house and there's a lot going on. It can be, and uh, you brilliantly have asked me 12 questions at once there. So, let me start with the Christmas trees. So, you have these beautiful ornaments hanging. Sometimes they are family heirlooms, right? Yeah. They go back to my great-great-grandma had this ornament and it depicts something something don't put them on your tree uh, because it's not worth risking if you have a pet the chance that it will fall down from the tree put it right. behind glass somewhere because look at we least all know, i think cats look at shiny things and they want to pounce so on do shi- dogs. shiny yeah. things they Both. want to pounce right so yeah. that's that's great advice put it behind glass put it somewhere on the mantle or something i think so and yeah. speaking of shiny things you guys are right about that tinsel Oh, yeah. You know, would you guys, I don't ask much of radio host. Would you do me a little favor? Just a little favor. After the show, would you go to Washington, D.C. with me to Congress and lobby (laughs) for banning tinsel? Because cats swallow this. And when cats swallow it, we keep veterinarians working on Christmas Day because an obstruction usually occurs. And, and without surgery, they yeah, it's, without that, they die. Can be fatal, yeah. yeah. So let's, I will go with you. Sure. Yes. We'll just, we'll, we, yeah. Let's march right now on <laughs> Pioneer Cord with picket tinsel, signs. Tinsel, anti-tinsel. Anti-down no with tinsel. Hey, hey, ho, ho, that tinsel's got to go. <laughs> Brilliant. Get I it? love ho, it. Ho, ho. Hey, hey, ho, ho. It's, it's, it's ho, a ho, ho. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we've begun a campaign. But in all seriousness, I am concerned about that. And ribbon... For similar yeah. reasons. And when cats jump on the tree, or for that matter, a little puppy or a big dog can knock it over. So secure the tree so that can't happen. And there are lots of ways to do that. And people who have... Are you guys... So let me ask you very personal questions. Yes. Live trees, artificial trees. Which are you? Uh, live. A menorah. <laughs> a menorah tree. <laughs> But those Metal. trees, I'm actually, live, I'm a live tree, but I do like the the pink and white trees, the metal trees, the old um, retro trees. But we have a live tree, so I want to comment on. I think they're very live trees okay. and menorahs. beautiful. But I know there's like a shortage of trees this year. So if I was like a Christmas tree haver, I would probably do an artificial tree just for the environmental. Maybe from tree time, but then I hate plastic. I don't know. It's yeah. scary. Like I want to support. Yeah, it's hard. Menorahs so, are the best way to go. Clearly, so. but yeah. but when I had a cat, he was very curious about it. And he would want to bat at the Flame. little flames. Yeah. So I always had so to keep it up high. I worry about menorahs and I worry about those scented candles that yes. people have for a lot of reasons. First of all, a little kitten or puppy for sure, especially kittens because they get up high, mm-hmm. can knock it over and now you've got a house fire yeah, and a disaster. No the other thing I'm concerned about are birds. Oh, Pet yeah. birds. Not only flying and singeing their wings potentially or causing a fire, but actually the scent 
of those scented candles can kill a pet bird. Oh, really? Yeah, because their respiratory systems are that sensitive. And incidentally, I know, because the world knows, Amy Guth is a superstar chef. You know, but if you were to make a mistake in the kitchen and burn that food, that could actually be a problem for pet birds as well. Oh, interesting. Wow. Especially using non-stick cooking services. Now back to so the Christmas Steve, I tree. Yes. Never have a bird. No because birds of my for cooking you. situation. <laughs> I've read to, about that actually. Okay, back yes. To, back to the Christmas tree. So, so uh, there's a sign in the WGN kitchen. Keep Jen out of this room. <laughs> Bless her. I actually broke the mic. Right yeah, that was you. That broke. Anyway. <laughs> that yeah, so was what you. about like? Um, I got to think that putting gifts under the tree might be very tempting to pets also. Well, it depends. Yeah. So it depends how they're wrapped and what's inside. So if you're wrapping liver for Uncle George. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a whole nother. Merry I'm thinking Christmas the to you. dog might get into that sure. and might know that it's there. We had a neighbor's dog, the most amazing dog, and I'll get back to the Christmas tree water in a moment. Boots Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> Love this creature already. Yeah. And Boots Montgomery would know. So there would be 80 gifts around the tree. And they had, I mean, they were the nicest people. And they had the most beautiful tree. And it was like an idyllic Christmas house, you know? All the lights inside. And it made you feel good just walking inside their house, you know? And Boots Montgomery would know which gift was for Boots Montgomery. Aww. Now, I don't know how. Now, they, it was labeled, so maybe Boots could read. read. I don't know. Because Boots would always... And it was a squeaky toy. It wasn't like it was liver. Sure. And you'd figure, okay, obviously, the dog... It was a squeaky toy, typically. And Boots would somehow know. Aww, that's that's so amazing. Cute. So people want their Christmas trees, if they're live trees, yeah. to live as long as possible. Sure. And, and there's these artificial products out there that you can buy that you can add to the water at uh, hardware stores wow. and such that yeah look for those okay. and and they will they say help your tree to live longer now I've, i'm no arborist is that what you call a tree <laughs> yeah. expert yeah. yeah i'm not one of those uh, but they say those arborists that this kind of really doesn't work yeah. but either which way go online you guys are Mo- both Ms. Google and Ms. Google. So go go online and you will see the most interesting, creative ways to keep Christmas trees alive. Adding birth control pills. Wait, what? wait. Yep. Go- Google this. Okay. Adding wolf urine. Okay. Which you can I- buy to keep like skunks away from wolf the urine. house. Wolf urine. If Don't drink it. I, I got well, a package here. Wolf urine. Yeah. <laughs> so adding, adding this to the tree water is not a healthy thing for our dogs. Well, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. So keep your dogs away from that should you be the one or two people that actually believe this stuff. <laughs> and add birth control pills. Doesn't birth sound control right. pills. I feel like I, uh, no, I it's not. It's not like they're, they come in a bowl. It's not like there's like a, a box I mean, of tic tac. Per- you got to take a prescription every day anyway. to work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't write one this for stuff. Me, no one I for just very interesting. I just wow. report on it. Now, okay. what you did okay. mention earlier, Amy, yeah. is really important, and we can talk about it if you have to break. We, we, we do can, here. Yeah, in a I knew that. So we could talk about it after the break. So what happens? Lots of dogs and many cats love it. When your aunts and uncles and neighbors and friends come over. But other pets are kind of like wallflowers. Yeah. Especially cats. I mean, who are all these people? So what do you do to ease the anxiety and stress for those animals? Very, very important conversation. Heck, we need that for people. Yeah, I would like to Definitely our pet friends need that. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. We're talking with Steve Dale, pet expert, back in just a bit here on 720 WGN. (laughs) 
720 WGN. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy today. We are talking with Steve Dale, our good friend, the pet expert. He knows all the things about pets in this time of year, especially, you know, our creature friends are stressed out and there's sparkly things around them. There's things for them to eat and potentially get very sick or injured from. So we're talking about all that stuff. But before we go on, I want to let you know that I've got a pair of tickets to see Carol Burnett on Woo-hoo! June the 13th. I, she's one of my comedy heroes. She is, she? is amazing. Oh, yeah. Big animal lover also. She is actually. I saw her last year at the Chicago Theater uh, and all she had to do, I mean, you saw like her high heels begin to walk out from the wing. Cheered. And everybody went out. Stood up. Yeah, cheered. And, cool. and she deserves it. Yeah, definitely oh. she does. So due to over, overwhelming demand, she's added a second and final event at the Chicago Theater. That's on June the 13th. But we got tickets right now. So you can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com by phone or at ChicagoTheater.com. But I got a pair available right now. So I'm wow. going to give them to the fifth caller, 312-981-7200. The Delightful Jasmine Cooper will be answering yep. the phone. Be extremely oh, no. nice to her. Be she very is nice delightful. to her. She is very delightful. We love her. So be extremely sweet to her. No, no, all I love the time. her. And uh, Fifth Caller gets that pair of tickets. So, um, okay, so before the break, Steve, we were talking a little bit about having all the people in your house and how that can really freak pets out. Yeah. Sometimes pets are like, oh, all these new people are petting me and loving on me. They love it. Now, but my cat of blessed memory, the late Chairman Meow, he was not having it. Mm-hmm. New people, he's out. He's hiding in my closet for two weeks. Yeah, so when you have pets like that, which are not necessarily in the minority, I mean, a lot of cats, it's like, who are all these people? And in time, they can acclimate, but maybe the cat and some dogs, most certainly, are just better off in an office, a mm-hmm. second bedroom, yeah. a den. Put them away. This is what closed doors are for. Close the door, pump up a certain talk radio station, <laughs> 7.20 a.m. on your radio dial. So they're hearing that as background chatter oh. rather than the real people in the background, you know? Oh, that's Also, plug in a pheromone diffuser. Adaptal, if we're talking dogs. Mm-hmm. Feel away, if we're talking cats. Yeah. Oh. These are copies of pheromones that actually do help to relax and kind of take off the edge, help pets feel comfortable in their own environments, and give them something else to do. So pets are not really good at multitasking. They're like most guys I know, including <laughs> myself. So what you if they're busy chewing on something and happily chewing on something or playing with something, then they aren't so much worried about what's going on in the background because their focus is on that. So if you can give a dog stuff, if we're talking dogs, stuff some low-fat, low-salt peanut butter inside a toy, like a Kong toy. Right. But now there's so many toys out there. But yes, Kong is fine. Or a cat, you can do the same thing. There are lots of products, unless you have pets that fight over food. Right. Then don't do that. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Get them a little catnip. Get them all blissed out. Catnip is is going old school. Old school. Love it. Yeah. Catnip's great for most, not all, but most cats. Yeah, the grown-ups have their eggnog yeah. and whatever, and the eggnog creatures and, and, can have Well, it depends where you are. In Denver, they have some other things. That's so. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's depends. true. That's true. Well, we have a caller. And a caller. With a, with a story One for caller. us. Okay. Well, we've got many callers about the Carol Burnett together, but we have a caller who's been waiting patiently. Hi, Etta. You're on WGN. You have a story for us about a dog at the holiday time. Hi, Etta. Hi. I had to share this story because this dog is the most awesome animal in the world. He's a big shepherd. And we have uh, Christmas at our son and daughter-in-law's with the grandkids. And um, each year I give them a blanket, wrap it, and everything goes under the tree. Well, the first thing we do is say, Ranger, go find your present. 
or you're a blankie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he does. And so he goes, and he sniffs a little bit, and then he finds it. Wow. And he pulls it out and starts pulling it apart. And we were taking movies of it. Uh-huh. And it is just the most fun thing to watch. Aww. How cute that he knows what present is his. Ranger, you're yeah. smart, Ranger. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. so oh, I guess Boots Montgomery awesome. wasn't alone, you no. know? No, there's a club. Yeah. <laughs> Boots and Ranger. And he just, you know, sits with us and watches everybody open their presents, and he's happy as can be with his blanket. How nice. sweet. And what kind of dog did you say was a shepherd? Yes, a big shepherd. Oh, yeah. so sweet. Well, thank you so much for the call, Etta. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays, Ranger. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you. I just had to call when I heard different things. Okay. okay. All right. Thank thanks you. so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. And so we have a winner for those Carol Burnett tickets. It's Yay. Kelly from Westchester has ah, won congratulations, Kelly. the Carol Burnett tickets. Thanks so much you to all lucky, the callers. Lucky. And Kelly is taking me. Oh, that's right. good. And she, and she I thought will it was be joined me, by Steve. That's Dale. weird. Hey, whatever. Whatever. What you guys are going to settle Oh, you have a cat so. question for me, I hear. I, I do. Yeah. So um, we've had a little uh, mouse situation. Oh, really? Yeah. Inside uh, the house? Yes, inside the house. Uh-huh. And um, uh, we've um, mouse proofed, apparently, but that is. Uh, What's that mean? It means uh, plugging holes with steel wool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not do it, but someone else did. And the, the, the mice are still coming in, let's be honest. So um, <laughs> my husband says, let's get a cat. The cat will just totally take care of that problem. And I said, let me ask Steve Dale, because I'm not sure, one, that's a reason to get a cat, and two, does it work? Okay, so first and foremost, great question. That is not the reason to get a cat. Great. So if if he really wants a cat and you really want a cat, oh boy, I can help you. I know where to get cats. I mean, that the, the Windy Kitty Cat Cafe, for yep. one, they're adopting out cats from Chicago Animal Care and Control. Oh. So the, the Cat Cafe, first, just opened. Woo-hoo. Thank you. But secondly, they're, they're all adoptable cats and they're available from Animal Control. If cats, so you've got to have the right reason to have a cat. They are a member or going to be a member of your family. And if you don't think of it that way, frankly, right. I advise against getting it's a cat. A hard pass. Hard pass. Cat. Yeah. However, yeah. cats are the best salespeople for cats. And your husband and you will likely fall in love. But still, you have to understand this is a commitment. So Forever. if you get a cat who's two years old, right. this is a commitment for 12 or 14 more years. Right. You hope. Uh, that's one thing. Second thing, understand the cats can be, because they are cats, a deterrent to lots of mice if they can figure out how to get out. So they smell the cat. They don't even have to see the cat. And they immediately are like, no. call the real estate agent up and look. <laughs> they're looking for they're other like real estate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're out of there. If they can find a way out, and most mice, not all mice... Some cats, should they see the mice, will do what cats do when they see mice naturally. Do you mean eat the mouse? Bring you the mouse. Either which way. So it's interesting. Well, not necessarily. So sometimes they play with them. It's kind of like a mouse toy that's living. And then they bring you a gift of a traumatized mouse. Other times, other times, the mouse needs to call. Is it still 911 if you're a mouse? <laughs> Whatever they call if you're mouse a mouse. Mouse 11. Yeah, yeah, mouse 11 because they're, they're that's it. They're, they're over, out. they're done, they're yeah. right. Okay. Other times the cat will look at the mouse and say, 
what is that? Oh, what am I yeah. supposed to do? They've been domesticated That's the kind for, of cat yeah. I would have. Yeah. So it depends. <laughs> be terrified and yeah. run. It depends on the individual cat. It depends on the cat's yeah. background. So if you have a cat that's been outdoors uh, at some point in its life and has a history of being outdoors and feeding on its own, odds are that mouse will be history. If you have, say, a pedigree Persian cat, oh. I'm thinking uh, not so much. Not so Fancy. much. They're busy watching TV, yeah, yeah, probably. So it really depends on the individual cat, the cat's background. But the mice may just smell the cat and get out of there. Yeah, I had that. I had like a little, uh, I was renting this place a long time ago when Chairman Meow was a tiny little kitty. And there was, I found a little hole on a shelf of the laundry room. And that's I, re- I that's where they're coming in. Yeah. And so I just, he was so small at the time. I picked him up and just kind of like rubbed him on the cabinet. <laughs> I just sort of was like, Did I'm rubbing away? you on the shelf. I never saw another wow. mouse again. Yeah. Yeah, now, but yeah, that. that's Thank the thing. You. If you get the cat gen and they bring you a mousy, you have to fight your instinct and be like, because they're giving you, they like hunted for you. Sure. So you have to be like, good kitty, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you are right. You, and you then, can't be like, no, no, no. And you then have to I them. hope take the mouse outside and say, born free and run, play the whole musical. Run, mouse, run. <laughs> exactly. Run, Fifle. <laughs> Okay, great. Thank you for that. Because I was wondering that. You're welcome. And you mentioned the the cat cafe. I'm so excited to go there. I know. This is it's in Bucktown, Chicago for whatever reason. So there are eighty two or eighty four, something like that. Somewhere in there. Cat cafes around America. For whatever reason, until this year, Chicago didn't have one. Uh, so now we have two. There's the cat cade. An arcade cat cafe. A lot I've going not, on there. Yeah, I, I've not been there yet. I'm Belmont okay. uh, in Lakeview. And now there's the Windy Kitty Cat Cafe, which is a more traditional cat cafe. And the whole idea. So here's what's fascinating. Cat cafe adoption numbers excel animal shelter numbers. Oh. And one would think it's because you get a feel. The cats are like at home. Yeah. You, you, you know, I mean, They're animal shelters out. have done nothing wrong, but they have to be kept it's in jail. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. they're kept in cages. Yeah, and, they have, and yeah. even those, like, uh, there are several in Chicago where the cats are free roaming, which is wonderful. You still don't get a feel truly for the cat's personality. I'm not knocking. I mean, these places, the shelters, I mean, they're heroes for being yeah. shelters, right? Having said that, Cat Cafe adoption numbers do really, really well. So I'm rooting for the Windy Kitty Cat Cafe. What's more, they're taking animals from where we need them to be taken from the most, and that's Chicago Animal Care and Control, which, by the way, tomorrow morning, I will be on with Steve Cochran or whoever it may be, because I guess Steve has been under the weather. But whoever... So whoever's in. Whoever's in at uh, 9.05, and we're adopting out uh, a dog from Chicago Animal Care and Control. And our record this year on WGN is... We've adopted everyone out. I'm afraid to even say it. 100%. Let's keep it going. I know. I know. It's incredible. So that's tomorrow morning around 9.05 right here on WGM. So are you telling me there's going to be a dog here? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. (laughs) It's very hard to not be. I know. Yeah, you guys got to be here. Maybe you'll have a new friend. That's going to be. Oh, it's so good. Right. That's the problem. Is that I'd be like, I'll figure it out. I'll get a dog. And, you know, dogs can scare away mice, too. That's true. Jen? Yeah. Let's get you a little dog. Okay. Let's get you a dog and a cat, just so to cover all the mice. No, no, no. Steve Dale, always a pleasure. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Amy Guth and Jen Bosworth in for Bill and Wendy. We're going to take a little break, get you the news, all the good stuff. Back in just a bit on 720 WGN.